Welcome to the Serpent Soul Podcast, where we explore our identity before God and our relationship with God. I'm your host, Kenneth Grady, and I pray that we will be fed by the Word of God, led by the Spirit of God, and living with passion for the will of God. And in so doing, may we raise each other up as we lay ourselves down before the Lord. This is the Servant Soul Podcast. This week, I don't have anything real earth-shattering to share. Um, Not that it normally is, but I just thought I'd share something that's been on my heart lately, and that is I've been pretty run down here for several reasons. And you know, I wanted to share some of what I've learned. And so there's been several things that have converged, really, that, that have been stressing me out, I guess. First is that we've been searching for a church body to settle into this year. And our old church really just didn't have any other children coming regularly. So we finally came to that difficult decision to search for a congregation where our kids could have some peers. And then a couple of my friends um, have recently made some doctrinal shifts. It hasn't really damaged our friendship, um, you know, but it has definitely been the cause of some long conversations on the matter. And then there's also been uh, some local families that we've made friends with, and they're very sincere in walking in their faith towards God, but also have some major differences as to their views of Scripture as compared to the way I understand. And so why do I tell you all that? And it, it's not that I want to turn this into a self-discovery podcast where I just you know, work through life's problems out loud, but I do want to bring forward God's Word in a way that might be helpful to someone who's in a similar situation. So in an effort to speak speak to those who struggle with faith the way that I do, I, I want to open up a bit about the experience I'm having in trying to serve God. So I've been in this a while, and here's the situation. Every congregation I visit, I struggle with seeing all the things that I feel are contrary to Scripture. I can't find peace in the congregations I visit because my mind tends to just latch onto everything that's out of place. And then there's my friends who've changed in their view of doctrine, and now we talk exhaustively on the differences of view. Then there's those local families, and I've spent hours and hours and hours in the last couple of weeks in discourse over doctrine. And while we respect each other, you know, we don't agree on some major points. And last but certainly not least is all of my own sin, which wars against that which I believe to be true of the word. So everywhere I look for truth within Scripture and others, I met with a plethora of views and understandings and sincere people who have all come to a different conclusion about the same book. And I just wanted to take a minute today and tell anyone out there who is listening to this podcast that it is maddening for me too. It is difficult and upsetting and frustrating. I mean, it is frustrating to spend a lifetime studying the Bible with loved ones and feel like you've got a good handle on it, feel like you've got a good idea of what God wants for your life. Then you go five minutes down the road to a different group of people who study the same book, and they all say, nope, the Bible means... And then you can go five minutes more down the road and find another group who says, well, you didn't listen to that other group, did you? This is what it means. And I have spent so much energy 
just sifting through the different perspectives on the Bible, sifting through how I'm living life, sifting through how I should believe. How do I please God? How do I change? And I'm so tired of all the questions that pour into my mind that sometimes I just wish I could lay my head down on God's lap and cry. And why is it that when Christians get any deeper than Jesus died on a cross, that we start finding stuff to argue about? I mean, we are to be of one mind and one spirit, right? And we can't even agree on what kind of music is allowed in the service. So what is wrong with all the Christians? And why don't we see the word the same if we serve the same God? And why do we feel so convicted about our beliefs when those who disagree feel just as strongly? I don't know. I don't know why everyone has different ideas. I don't know why the church is such a mess. But I have a pretty good idea why I'm a mess. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. And I'm pretty good at it, too. And I've had a lot of years with fists raging in the face of God. I have reveled in gross immorality that I'm ashamed to speak of, and most likely all of you listening have too. And that's what I brought to the celestial bargaining table. I am a sinner that has come before God in desperate need of mercy. And now that I've come to God, suddenly I expect to have everything figured out. I'm part of the family now, so I've got to have an answer for everything. That's my privilege since I'm an heir and all, right? I mean, that's how weak my faith is. I came to an almighty God, and that's not even true. An almighty God, an all-knowing God, came to me when I had no reason, no excuse, no good whereby I could claim any reason for his love, and he loved me anyways. And now suddenly I think that since I've got faith that I ought to be able to figure it all out. I should be able to open the Bible and have all the answers to everything and be able to tie it all up in my mind in this pretty little package and slap my bow of faith on the top of it and present it to the world as a complete dissertation on all things Jesus. Why is it we think as Christians that, that knowing God means that we should suddenly have the knowledge of God? I'm just a child of the king. I'm not his business partner. He doesn't run his annual reports, buy me for approval. I don't get a vote on his plans. And I said my faith is weak, and here's what I mean. I'm so self-important that I think God needs to make sense in my mind. I need to be able to wrap my head around the hows and the whys. I need to have confidence that I've got it all right, or there's a problem between me and God or a problem between me and my brother that doesn't agree with all my opinions. And if God ain't making sense, or others don't agree with how I've got it in my head, then I start getting frustrated that God hasn't resolved the situation. It hurts a little to say this in my proud American heart, but God doesn't owe me an explanation. And here's the reason why every congregation and Christian can find something to disagree about. Because there's just a lot that we don't know. And you know what? It's okay that we don't know. The problem isn't not knowing. The problem is thinking that we have to know. And that all was free, so <laughs> let's get into a little bit of what we do know. So in Mark chapter 10, verse 13 through 16, the Bible says, And they brought young children to him, that he should touch them. And his disciples rebuked those that brought them. But when Jesus saw it, 
He was much displeased and said unto them, Suffer the little children to come unto me, and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. Verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter therein. And he took them up in his arms, put his hands upon them, and blessed them. Please hear me carefully here. I'm not about to tell you that doctrine doesn't matter. Of course it matters. Theology matters. Facts matter. But here's what I'm getting at this week. Jesus tells us that we must come as a little child. Way too many of us are trying to come to God as the big boys of God, the PhDs of Jesus, the patron saints of wisdom. Here's the beauty of coming to God as a child. We, we don't have to know everything to trust that God has it under control. We don't have to know how everything is going to work out in the future to enjoy the moment. We don't have to agree with others to be at peace with ourselves. Somehow, we have equated this constant searching for knowledge and understanding and philosophy and theology as having a greater faith. And the reality is, the greatest faith is the faith of a child who believes and doesn't have to have it all spelled out. They just trust God. And I'm guilty of searching for answers, not because I'm some giant of the faith, but because my doubtful heart isn't satisfied with the answers I have already. And I have to know what everything means, because often my faith isn't strong enough to be my evidence of things not seen, as Hebrew 11.1 says that our faith should be. I'm trying to figure everything out in my mind, because if I can understand it all, I can see it in my mind. But John 20.29 says, Jesus saith unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen, and yet have believed. So here is what I've come to. All the striving for knowledge, and who's right, and what's right, and what does this verse mean exactly? Most of this striving comes because I can't accept my faith in God as a little child. I can't just believe in His salvation and redemption. I have to understand every little thing about it. I have to make sure that I have all the boxes checked, all the doctrines sorted out all the meaning understood, all the corners well lit, all the corridors patrolled to make sure that there isn't any room for doubt to creep in because I have it all under control. The fact is, I don't have any of it under control, and I have crashed and burned trying to pretend that I do. So what do I do about it? Well, first I gotta tell you that there's a lot that I don't know. I can't tell you a lot about why. I can't tell you a lot about how can't tell you a lot about when or where, because the truth is, I just don't know. I don't know. But here's what I can tell you. I can tell you about who. I can tell you about Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 2, 1-5 says, And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God, for I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling, and my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words or man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Amen. Thanks for listening, and until next time, may we grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be glory both now and forever. Amen. Amen.